Alice Heroes. Lockdown. Okay. So, my next guest. He's a great old mate of mine. Amazing musician, brilliant actor, and top bloke. Max Beasley. Where are you, mate? Hello, Max. Are you okay, kid? I'm absolutely top notch. It's a little groovy, a little groovy. I've been this. I've listened to this in 10 seconds. Nice. Yeah. Really old. Ah. Nice 90s. Ooh. Here we go. Vibraphone and horns. Here we go. Groove. Five, six, seven, eight. I am totally with this. Nice, huh? Mate, that was... What a joy. Maxton, yeah. what a joy. Are you doing a workout of, of some sort? Are you actually talking to me on a running machine? No, I'm actually um, about to go and destroy the yard, which is going to take me about an hour and 91 degrees of heat. Yeah. So I put on a small tank top, um, obviously, <laughs> and then um, some... Uh, some protection. I was going to say what kind. Max, then I was going to say what kind of protection. Fifty, maybe. Thirty minimum, minimum thirty, and of course seventy on the back because uh, <laughs> the back burns immediately. What about uh, the nozzle the, and the nozzle? The nozzles, the nozzles, fine actually. It's the back. This really? is my area. The, the Irish, the Irish dynamic comes out on the back, and um, I yeah. go in um, after an hour or two, looking like a Burns victim. So Jesus. one has to be careful. Well, I know what it's like to have pale skin, Max, okay? You know the deal, kid. We are in the pale skin club. So, Max, listen, mate, I just want to share something with you. Um, yeah. I went to do this uh, this today, and uh, and the and the lights blew. The lights blew in me in me little home studio. Um, right. I mean, it's like like a movie in here now because I've got this tiny little mug light that I found, and I yes. thought I'd make it atmospheric. So it's like I'm in my own movie, which is quite apt talking to a movie star like yourself. Yeah. What are you using for bounce off your mug light? It's just against the white wall. Do you know? Nice. <laughs> I I I would like you to play instruments throughout this inst- this this instrument this interview um beautiful <laughs> max what a great start man listen man you're a busy man so i just wanted to hit you with with a question because what we normally do is we start the conversation with with a nice little um question from my children right and i don't know what that is until a few moments before it's like i i sort of get um like this golden envelope pushed through the door so are you ready for the question max is this from vincenzo who's this from this is from vincenzo the main man okay okay yeah it's quite simple he wants to know what your favorite pudding is oh really yes Interestado, interestado. <laughs> He's obsessed um, by puddings, mate. Gets it from me, I think. Okay, well, it's, there's two. There's a joint, joint. There's an American and an English version. So, wow. the American is the uh, butter baked sponge that you get at a place called Mastro's, and it's kind of like sponge cake in a, a tiny round circle with with, with a sort of um, sugar coating which is glazed in um, whipped cream and oh. uh, ice cream and it's absolutely incredible oh. very full of sugar awful for the uh, dentures of course um, but the um, and then the UK has always been um, I've got to say um, 
apple pie mm. with um, either cream or ice cream, but of course, not apple crumble. Apple pies, you can Ooh. taste that pastry. Oh, yeah, man. I love it. You've just hit me right. I mean, have you ever heard of, of Pavlov's dogs? I've heard of Pavlovas. Basically, yes. when a when a bell rang, they would salivate. So I'm salivating like one of those big dogs. Okay. Well, if, if I made it for you, I'd quench the salivation <laughs> and you would be very, very mm. happy and with a smile on your face. Jesus. How about and a combo? Kipling's little mini mini apple pies. I used to like them when I was in, with my mum in Burnage. I used to oh. say, get one of them in the oven, babe. Yeah. <laughs> and we used to have that, turn it upside down and oh. pour cream on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mate, you, do you know what? You've absolutely nailed me there, Mark. I, I don't think I can continue the interview. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's you, you've basically just absolutely done me. It's a beautiful, there beautiful thing. More, though, kid. There oh, is Jesus. One more, if I may. Um, there's one more, if I may. Yeah. It's, um, I used to go to Marks and Spencer's mm. and buy. A ten chocolate eclairs with fresh cream. Oh my god, I've forgotten my favourite of all time. Oh, which this, actually, this is the whole interview. This is just your puddings. Let's do fifty minutes on your pod pods. I know. Is um, it's um, no, forgive me, please. Yeah. It's the um, Marks and Spencer's. Victoria sponge cake oh. with fresh cream Max. inside. Oh. Oh, this is really weird for moist, me, Max. Moist. Oh, what it is, kid? It's it's quite remarkable how many puddings, apart from that weird American one at the start that you mentioned, that are my favourites too. Which begs the question: Are we related in some way? Are we brothers? Are we just well, think, one of a kind? Thinks that we look like brothers. Yes. Well, I take that as a huge compliment. Think, huge. Well, yeah. Well, huge. I do. I mean, some of your smudges when you were a younger lad, obviously. <laughs> Without the bags on the eyes, it's a very, very similar dynamic. Yeah, but the bags under the eyes, mate. What are we going to do about the bags on the eyes? Well, we can either get work or we can just get with it. Do you know what I mean? Well, we can't have work because that's the thing. You see, you do want to get... I'd, I'd, I'd be all for it, but but then you lose all your expression when you're working. Just mm. get a neat little stitch right under that. You know that thing when you have a little crease under your eyelids anyway, yes. right? Apparently, yes. and I haven't done any research on this, but apparently that's the way that you disguise it. Apparently, and I haven't done any research on this, they cut under the eye, take the fat out, then they stitch it up and then yeah. replace it. and then do that. But, but mine mm. isn't the bag, kid. Mine isn't a bag. Mine is a hollow dynamic. Mine's what? a hollow dynamic. What are you trying to say to me? What do you mean, hollow? What, what your buttocks? No, the buttocks are absolutely top-notch. Yeah. It's the eyes, under the eyes, is a hollow dynamic. It's like, it? I wake up looking like Boris Karloff, kid. I, don't, <laughs> I, I need to get something on. I've tried cream, I've tried all sorts of gear, and oh. nothing's working. Well, they say I, hemorrhoid cream's very good, actually, for the uh, bags. Tea bags, cold tea bags, right? It's not that I use this... Every Hold day, on, I didn't think it was one of those sort of interviews. Yeah, well, it's not, but this is the way it's going. Cold tea bags, right? Two things. Oh, tea bags. And this yes. is only for when I've got a, an, an, an audition or, or or like a like a really nice scene early doors, right? I put mm. two teaspoons in the actual freezer, not the fridge, the actual freezer. Then, uh-huh. then I put in the cold part of the fridge. Find the cold part of the of the fridge. Put right. them in in some cold water, and it's a double whammy, kid. Right, a double whammy. You, yeah, you lie down for fifteen minuto with the, with yeah. the tea bags, like in Rocky. You know, in Rocky, where they put like the the iron thing on him, so oh, the yeah, swelling you're goes like down. The, getting the gear, distributing the uh, right. The, 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 um, yeah, yeah. It's just that. It's like a nineteen fifties boxing tip that I just. I'm not sure if I've made it up. I've read it somewhere. I'm seventy three, Max. 
I've heard, <laughs> I've heard about teabagging before, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's and, talk uh, about that, Max. It's very, very... No, it's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. But okay, Max, okay. Max, I mean, this is ridiculous. How great this start has been. I just want to do the final question, and this is yeah. from Vincent again. He wants to know what dinosaur would you be if you were a dinosaur? Mm. Honestly, come on, Max. Honestly, interestado, interestado. <laughs> um, very interesting, Vincent. Again. Yeah, um, I know what you would say. Come on, you're going to go for the vegetarian one, aren't you? Just to be different. No, no, I'd be one of them big tree-eating lunatics. Yeah, but of course you would. Come on, there's one that springs to mind, surely. But not the T-Rex. Yes, I thought that's what you'd say all day long. Seriously, I thought you'd just come out straight with it and go, "What? Well, it's T-Rex, kid." I think I'd be a Brontosaurus. Why? It's the only name of dinosaur that I know. What, apart from T-Rex? Yeah. All right, I will go with that. I mean, you don't know what they do, okay. how tall they were, how no many bones idea. they had. not got a clue. But you do no, know... I've not got a clue. There's one in the National History Museum that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Richard Attenborough made a couple of movies about him. That's it. That's all I know. It's, again, a great answer. You've not put a foot wrong yet, all right? The next... The next... Mm. The mayor. The next question, lockdown. Now, tell me about lockdown in LA, because lockdown here has been dystopian at times. It's been trippy. Nice word. It, yeah, thank you. I've worked on that. It's been um, amazing in a strange kind of way. The level of heightened, um, almost you know, slightly manic uh, about things, getting things done. First of all, I'll say, apart from our uh, crazy lunatic president, the lockdown in Los Angeles is, has been taken really seriously. We, we have genuinely been locked down since March the 8th. Yeah. Um, and we've been like absolutely impeccable with with all of it. They're spraying the food down, spraying mail down. I mean everything. Wow. But what's happening is, you know, with meditation and Buddhism, right? The yeah. the, the 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 ultimate meditative dynamic is meant to be that when you're doing your sit, your meditation, that. You know, some people think that oh, you've got to block things out and just have nothing there. But when the natural fact is, when thoughts arise, the ideal is to see see the thought and um, then let go. And just like waves, just like wave-like thoughts. And then here's another one. Ooh, but it's going to dissipate in the sand. It's all fine. So whatever life throws at you, um, you see it as wave-like thoughts and they just dissipate. And you don't get attached to any of it. Highs or lows, it's just a constant. It's just a constant. And with this, what's interesting is I feel that, I don't know about you, but for me, in those sort of last six or seven years, probably from having children, but my viewpoint of life is is changed dramatically, where I was very, very selfish years ago and very driven toward a specific goal of which I thought there was this utopia, there there was this very specific thing that I put a label on about, whether it's work, money, whatever, accolades, affirmation, whatever it is. Yeah. And you, you, you're on the treadmill every yeah. day. You're going, boom, 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 got to hustle, got to hustle. Do, yeah. do, do, do. And then what I realised seven years ago, over the last seven years actually, is that that gold medal, Oscar, whatever it is, is here right now, today. Yeah. Bang, this is it. There's no yeah. finish line, man. This yeah. is it where we're at now. Me talking to you right now, bang. This yeah. is the moment, you know. And yeah. um, what's interesting is, is taking a pandemic such as this to force 98% of the world to get off the treadmill. 
Now, for some people who have got some work on themselves psychologically, you know, they, they're going to adapt to it a lot easier than others. And some people are going to really struggle with it. And I, I've got a couple of friends that are really struggling with it. And it's purely because being at one with your own brain in the moment is quite scary for people unless they have the tools to go, there's no control, man. And that is the ultimate ultimate deal in this lockdown is we have no control and yeah. in life we have no control and it's a bit of an oxymoron Craig because we, you and I would both say mm, no control well but if I didn't get off my ass and go and do that there or push for that or work hard at that that wouldn't have happened I think the work that we do and that hustling and whatever is just good to keep the mind maintained and the oil in the machine I, I really do think the outcome is totally out of our yeah. So for me, it's just giving me a chance to go, right, okay, so, you know, and as actors, we're out of work a lot of the time. And yeah. um, so there's not that much of a change apart from the physical uh, dynamic. But I've gone, right, what can I do here? Well, we can do some DIY, I'm a musician as well. I'll just write some music and I'll write some screenplays on and then I'll do that. And most importantly, I'll try and be more present with the kids. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've got mates, man, that have just been going, I'm, I'm struggling. And I'm like, just just be gentle with yourself, man, and take it a day at a time, that's it, you know. But it is a pain in the arse as well, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. It's been 24-7, you know what I mean? I've not done any acting, oh, yeah. I've done a few voiceovers, and my wife has been amazing. She's worked and she's done the homeschooling, but I've been around, I mean, and every day, it's at some point, it's been really intense, but actually 90% of the time, it's been absolutely wonderful. And I'll tell you about control, right? The one bit of control that I have, and it's uh, interesting, is the dishes. I've really got into doing the dishes, Max. Do you wear the marigolds or do you go bare? I, I go bare, mate. I go bareback. Because within that, I literally just cannot bear dishes not washed now. And not only do I wash them, I rinse them. And not only do I rinse them, I dry them. And not only do I dry them, I put them where they should be. Wonderful. And I just wonder... I just wonder where we can go from here, apart well, from... I don't know, but I can see that you've, you've put out that, that ruling that you've, that's gone out the window now, where you listen. That's completely gone out the window, of course, but carry on. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but Max, it takes two to tango, kid. And to be fair... Of course. To be fair... We are two peas in an actual northern pod, and I'm just so excited to speak to you, I think, which is why I've talked over you. So I'm just going to let you speak now, as if we've not had this conversation and, and you've not told me off. So, Max, this is like a theme for this show. Is that birds in the background that I can hear? Yes, sir. Um, my backyard is like the set of Avatar <laughs> here. As we look, look around, uh, there are blue jays, um, yellow finches, red cardinals. There are two hawks that frequent the area. I'm looking at one of them right now. Yeah. Bang. Where's his mate? I don't know. But we've got, we're up in the hills, you see. So you've also got the other side of that wonderful nature dynamic, which is you can find scorpions in the garage. We've had three in the last sort of four years. Wow. Um, were so, they born on Halloween? No, I'm not sure when they were born, um, but I do know when they died um, because <laughs> I ended them immediately. But you've got to be very careful. Oh, um, I put one in them um, over in the neighbour's garden, of course, got rid of that one. And then um, <laughs> you've got to be careful because when you when you total them, when you top them, they, they let off a scent that goes, yeah, he's just wiped me out. Get over here now, the oh, full crew. Jesus. And, uh, so you've got to be careful. But we have that. 
scorpions, um, two rattlesnakes we've had in five years, uh, a grass snake, which are great, they eat golfers, rattlesnakes not so cool, and then finally, of course, Halloween, I decided to um, spray all my um, lights, exterior lights, black with the railings, obviously, and then clean inside the uh, glass that was holding up the lights on the posts, we got posts around the top of the, near the gates. Anyway, I went to the gate one, and it's huge, and I took the uh, metal off to spray it, and then I was like, right, I'll get into there and clean the glass out. And as I took the lid off, I went, oh, Jenny, what, an, what a naughty little girl my wife is. She's put, <laughs> she's put a fake bloody black widow in it. Oh, oh. It was like shiny plastic with the red belly, and I went, what a naughty girl. And as oh. I went to grab it, I went, oh, she doesn't know I'm cleaning the lights. Oh, my God. And it was oh. a real one. Oh, a real my black God. Widow. What happened? Yeah. Um, I was very nervous, and then I uh, removed it. Um, oh. And, um, well, did you get like a cup and a piece of paper? Sort of... Yeah, with the scorpions and black widows, you've got to get a few more tools involved. <laughs> uh, the paper doesn't work. Um, but um, <laughs> what I a big breakfast it. mug from back in the day! <laughs> <laughs> and a... <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, man! No, but I, uh, I had to end end that unfortunately oh. because if one of them give me um, oh. girls a bite, it give them a right belt, you know. So, oh. um, what did you? Well, okay, you just had to kindly escort it on its way. You had to say, "Excuse me, you're not welcome here, sir." No, I ended it with a clump hammer. Did it fart? <laughs> <laughs> this is um, this is like quite quite incredible stuff, uh, and and the, 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 the no, it is, and the and the and the noise of those birds. I'm loving it because basically about four of my guests now that I've spoke to. I've, I've had canaries in the back. It's it's extraordinary and it's a beautiful thing. Max, when you started off, you told we take that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that because you didn't necessarily start life off in the showbiz world as an actor. So so when you... No, I started with Weller when I was sort of 18. I love Paul Weller and I, and I had the honour of meeting him with you you know I'm a, I'm a big fan yeah Paul's great Paul well, I love him very much he did I did a solo album last year and I wrote a song there for my daughter and I played on his Wildwood album years ago did you and, uh, did you I, I didn't know yeah, that yeah. I love that album that's an incredible album it's you played album. on that yeah and, and one of the tunes was about his son Nat and um, Your Pajamas I think it's called and I said, Paul, I've got this tune for my daughter. Can you, would you mind having a listen? And I'd love you to sing on it, mate. Oh, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's John, mate. See? And then um, he phoned me up and he went, I like it. Listen, the chorus, can I have a, a couple of lyrics? And I was like, oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, mate. Because I, I think he's one of our best lyricists. Brilliant. He's brilliant. Anyway, we ended up recording it. Um, we put the strings on at Capitol Studios. Paul sang. He's absolutely beautiful. He's, a, he's such wonderful. He's got a beautiful gravitas with it, with the song. Yeah. And then... Yeah couple of weeks ago and he sent a demo and he's like and then we're back and forth what about this bass line to this so oh, well, it's lovely man oh where I'm going to with this anyway I think one of the turning points in your career which has been very very impressive is bodies um, mm. because I think that's when Britain took real real notice of you as a serious actor with integrity and, and class from 2001 2002 to 2003 it was a twilight zone for me I wasn't getting any work I wasn't getting employed and I was out on the road actually I was touring with Rob we were doing Australia we did Nebworth we did all those huge gigs it was fantastic my agent sent me the script for bodies yeah. and I started reading it and I, I went oh god this is good but I went I can't do it because it's too close to the bone with my mother passing yeah. through medical negligence you know I, 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 I just don't think I can do it 
Yeah. And I got off the plane from Australia and I phoned my agent and I said, I'm not feeling well, I'm not going in. And she went, you're bullshitting. Get into town and go and meet for that job. It's going to be a good job. Yeah. And it was weird. There was a picture of my mother on the wall and um, it was like my mum was just saying, get your coat on, go into town. So I went in, ended up getting the job, yeah. which, was, which was wonderful. Went through a lengthy audition process. All that it is, mate, is you know what your gig is and you know how to act and you, you can prepare yourself and apply yourself to the work. If the scripts are good, man, you're flying. Do you remember a film called Trick or Treat? <laughs> My award-winning film that you haven't seen, Trick or Treat, that's out now on a digital major release in the UK. I've heard wonderful, absolutely amazing things about it. And I've got to say, kid, yeah. actually, in seriousness, yeah. um, I've been trying to get a... F- movie made for now it is now 10 years yeah. and the script's tight yeah. uh, the cast is phenomenal and the setting and the, the concept is all very 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 strong I think yeah. and so when you got that made and you had this gazelle like intense focus on getting it made and then your kid told me Dino told me that you were getting it made and, and it was going and you were starting I was like so pleased for you mate it's an amazing achievement man Thanks, and man. regardless of you know what it does box office this that yeah. who cares man yeah. you got you got you got the people down there you got it made and yeah. then that's your letter that's your love letter to yourself for, for yeah. commitment and it's brilliant it's a great achievement Thanks, man. and you know, and thank you for asking me to be in it. Well, you were you were literally, I mean, apart from myself, because I was always going to play the lead and be in every second of every frame. Of course, of course, um, of my second, um, My second call was to my brother. Of course. But I'd like you to know that you were, you were the actual third call. You were the third call, Max. Uh, and I was excited because you said yes and you wanted to do it and you were going to do it, but unfortunately... The uh, dates clashed, basically, didn't they? Um, and we, we, we well, couldn't make it work. it was the dates clashing, and then it was the... I think it might have been the 6,000-mile plane plane journey with no money. And, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to fly you... Uh, mate, mate, can I just get this clear? I was going to fly you yeah. economy. Kid, <laughs> <laughs> I've not been an economy since 1983, kids. You're a method actor. I wanted you rough and ready. Huh? You, 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 you were going to play a, a gangster... Right? Well, you were going to do yes. it if you were from yes. Manchester. Rough as arseholes. I didn't want you flying first class, mate. I mean, I could have afforded uh, it, of course, I but I thought, no, he's got, to, he's got to be very in a very sort of tight space. He's got to be uncomfortable. He, and, and, and more importantly, he's got to be angry at me. Angry. I wanted that, I wanted that anger and resentment toward my character. And I, 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 I didn't want you to act. I just wanted you to turn up after a horrific playing journey and turn up on set. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to feed you. You were you were having to get the bus to set, and I think that you'd have nailed it, but it wasn't to be. Do you ever watch Michael Parkinson? Um, I don't need to because he's he's from the past. This is the future. This way of talking at people <laughs> during an interview. Good. He'll ask a question, yeah. and then he'll just listen. It's amazing. It's a great technique. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. But this is Kelly's heroes. But Max, and, um, can I just say something to you? I'm yes. booking the trend, but I'm now going to let you speak for thirty seconds. Go on. Thank you so much. I appreciate the offer of the film. Um, I'm sorry that I couldn't have been a part of it. I do see that it has come out wonderful. And we've got a lot of old chums in there and some terrific actors. Um, Sean, of course, Sean Parks, a wonderful actor. Your kid, sensational. Uh, Franny Barber, who I love. My dad's worked with a couple of times. She's just knockout. Um, I think you've got uh, the lovely Chris Marshall, who I did a movie with probably 20 years ago. He's a lovely, 
lovely lad. Yeah, and he actually is. quite a good skier. Really? You are from the streets, mate, and you, you, you're a great skier. Look, I'm not, I'm not judging that. That's a fantastic thing. I personally wouldn't have thought you were a great skier, and that is my own silly prejudice. If I said I was a phenomenal polo player, I, I get what you're saying, kid, but yeah. skiing, like, you know, we had not, a skiing trip yeah. at 17 from our school, uh, and uh, that's when I fell in love with it. Oh I've had God. a couple of belts, obviously, on the slopes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's wrong of me to judge A, skiing, and B, you. All that I know is when I went to the Alps one, I uh, decided to snowboard, right? And, uh, oh. and I thought I was godlike, and then, of course, being a complete uh, fool... I decided to go about 25 miles an hour down this slope, that, uh, like, on my second day, pretty much. And I had a bit of a tumble. And uh, I didn't realise it at the, at the time, but um, it really, really messed up my back. It was literally about seven months of physio, and all because of my ego. They say that um, snowboarding's easier to pick up, yeah. but at the beginning, when you fall, you really get a lot of belts. I was hurting. Hey, what have your other guests? The other guests that you've promoted on yes. your, your social media, that, that, that I'm not involved in that promotion, but yeah. the other guests that you promoted, what were their songs? Um, okay, well, firstly, uh, Tough is my first guest, uh, was Agadu. That was his favourite song. So my second guess was... Phil the English cricketer. Yes, Phil <laughs> the English cricketer, the world-class uh, English cricketer. Uh, the second one was also T. Davis, the award-winning genius writer. Oh, wonderful writer. Wonderful he, writer. he did... Uh, Rene and Renato Save Your Love uh, from uh, Hello Hello I don't think it was from Hello Hello but I tell you what if you listen to it you'll be bowled over by his singing voice it was absolutely beautiful but he's Welsh though you know someone would he's expect Welsh, that he's got the operatic deal and thirdly was Christopher Marshall and he threw me with this one he absolutely threw me yeah with a K he threw me kid and that was Word Up Jonathan Word Sim up. Jonathan Sim went for my favourite song. I don't think he knew it was my favourite song. No, it actually wasn't. My favourite song and his favourite song, it appears, who knew, Summer Wind. Oh, no, he loves it. And you, and your kid. Yeah. Yeah, John John loves that track. Yeah. I spoke to him two days ago, actually. It was nice to catch up. Yeah. To be fair, part of doing this podcast is to have a catch-up with old mates. That's the vibe I'm sort of going for. So it's a beautiful thing. It's a bit weird yes. for me though, because I'm like a fighter pilot in a very small cockpit. You, 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 you're, you're in that blacked-out cockpit deal. Hey, yeah. listen, did you finish your renovations? We are, we are pretty much close. I mean, the major work has been done. It's now we're getting bits and bobs done as we can afford it, and of course, this, um, this Stella virus has knocked us for six. So, so we've had to pause on the old building work, but then, but then we came into a little bit of dosh. So we're, so we're doing the garden next, but we're not going crazy, mate. Wonderful. You know what I mean? But um, no, Max. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Would you like to say one more thing? Because my foot's gone numb. No. <laughs> it's lovely to speak to you, kid. <laughs> to speak to you too. It is lovely. I, um, I'd love to stand aside you with with being out to get my mate, man. So, like I say, it's, it's just. I think there's a huge difference though as well. I think if you're going for millions as opposed to half a million, I think I think it's easier to raise half a million than it is to raise sort right. of five or six million. I would I would in my humble opinion. Right. And also have me in yeah, it, yeah, Max. Yeah. Have me in it because I'm you know I'm a lucky charm. There's no roles, kid. I'm afraid. Well, no I used to have a role frigging years ago, and then you gave that to Mark Warren, and I got demoted. So. 
So what's going on? I had, I had a little bar at one point. No, we've got. I mean, we're trying to think. Unless you can, unless you're all right putting a pair of heels on this. I mean, well, you know, of course I am. Of course I am. Your kid, your kid, your kid's in it. Your oh right. Do you know what, man? I would like to. I've, I think. Do you know what? I've got to go now. I've just got to go. Hold on. He said to me. He goes. I said, Dino. Oh no. No, 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 no! I can't, I can't lose the beard, kid. I can't lose the beard. That's <laughs> what Dean said. It's nineteen forty-six, kid. You, you prison officer, Ben Gorman. Yeah. No, no, kid, can't lose the beard. I can't lose the beard. Oh Jesus! So um, I don't know whether he will be in it actually, because I don't think he wants to lose the beard. But listen, buddy, um, I, I like to finish the uh, the uh, show or the episode, you know, whatever you call it, or the podcast, even. Um, me and my guest, I like the guest to lead, really, um, sing their favourite song as if in a pub in the wee small hours. And I've got a mouth organ here, mate, if you want the top note. Let me, let, let me, let me see. What song is it, by the way? The Look of Love. Dusty, Dusty, Dusty Springfield. Springfield. Amazing song. That's it, it's that one. Can you hear the shaker? Can you hear the shaker? <laughs> yes, I can. amazing i've got a massive smile on my face mate listen you know what's amazing it's like someone's banging at my front door trying to get in the house but this is the, the joy of home recording um listen thank you so much max i absolutely adore you you're a great bloke and thanks for doing this i i and i'll speak to you soon <laughs> boom bye bye I'm going to FaceTime you. All right. See you later, kid. Love you, man. Bye. Bye. Join us next time on Kelly's Heroes, when I'll be talking to the brilliant Hugo Spear. Until then, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. Bye for now. Bye.